Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Reach More Podcast. This is Dan, one of your hosts. And in this episode, we are talking about our interview with Pia Elsesser. That was the, the last person that we spoke with, and she shared about walking with a friend of hers. Uh, God really showed her who she was supposed to walk with, who she was supposed to share the gospel with in a, a very providential way, which we bring up. And uh, then what we thought about afterward was, wow, what Pia does is something that everybody should do. Everybody who wants to share Jesus should do exactly what Pia is doing, whether you're doing uh, that type of, of evangelical work or not. So whether you're leading a small group or you're just doing one-on-ones or you're, you're a public speaker, what have you, what Pia is doing is perfect because she's keeping the person in mind and she's walking uh, slowly according to the speed of the Holy Spirit and she's listening to God as she goes. So I think this one is probably the most universally applicable to all people and uh, I think you are really going to enjoy what Mari and I have to talk about. So strap yourselves in and let's go. Friends, welcome back to yet another episode of the Reach More podcast. So we are going to talk about our last interview with Pia Elsesser and her walk of friendship and evangelization with her friend, Tara. So Mari, what did you think of that? That was awesome. I love it because um, whenever we do reach more stuff and I'm doing consulting, there's always like people that are like, oh, but there's these certain people that they don't want to do a small group because they're so intimidated. And I was like, okay, well, can, is there someone they can invite for coffee? And they always look at me like, wait, what? I was like, is there someone that you just want to invite for coffee every week? And they're like, what? I was like, no, I'm, I'm very serious. <laughs> like one-on-ones are so powerful yeah. and just having conversations and you don't i mean she she said it you don't need to whip out the bible and you don't need to i mean mention jesus and and you know meet them where they are and love them yeah. and it is life-changing they've been meeting for over a year they're not even oh, yeah not like even a year and a half religion like yeah I, I i loved it i was so excited to just have someone because i think sometimes when you go on this podcast and it's like this person started this and it's like, wow, that's so epic. And this person started, that's so epic. Like this one-on-one is also epic, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. Being and bold and listening and saying yes to Jesus and making the invitation and being consistent. That's epic. You know, I want, I'm going back to my math there, right? Like there's 1.2 billion Catholics in the world. If we all befriended one person, Ingrid, it's a little bit harder if you live in one of those countries that accounts for like 300 million of all the Catholics in the world. But still, you know, like we can all find people who aren't Catholic. Um, if we befriended one person, the church would grow rapidly. And, uh, you know, that like I'm not just interested in numbers. The reason I want it to grow is because I want people to experience God's saving love. Yeah. And you can see that like the way Pia was describing her friendship with this woman, like Tara is being healed through God's love through Pia, period. And, and I, I thought it was awesome too. Like that's when the daughter said about her mom, she's like, mom, sometimes you like to sprinkle Jesus, but sometimes you're a tsunami. And I, yeah, I died yeah. laughing oh, because was I was great. like, man, I've had, I mean, my sisters had to tell me pretty much similar things with not as cool of an image, but yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think Pia also has grown to learn how to like, just meet people where they are and love people. And you know, like you don't need to be, you don't need to be doing these, like, you know, you don't need to be going to mass together to bring Jesus right. together. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and, and they are going to mass at sometimes, but it's this thing of, I think 
they've both learned from each other and they've both grown and it's when it's the holy spirit orchestrating it it's going to be beautiful yeah and i I think sometimes you know we have in mind like i I have have friends who might say like oh we got to get people back to mass it's like yes but if they go and they don't understand what's going on if they go and they don't love jesus right then is that really like are you just checking a box do you want an external behavior like the behavior is important but it has to reflect the internal state of a relationship with jesus and um you know i think that's a that illustrates that in evangelization, it's good for us to detach from the outcome we want and instead be open to the the change, the growth that God wants for this person today. And I loved Pia's really humility and saying like, oh, I wish, really wish I would have been able to do this. Mm-hmm. But if, I think you and I both saw this clear. It was like, yeah, Pia, no, you we are doing like, exactly no. what you need to be doing. Like, don't change a thing because you're yeah. you're walking with this woman and having great reverence for her story and where she's been. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just, I love the aspect of like, I don't know, just loving people. If, if we can't love people when they have different viewpoints, if we can't love people when we have different opinions or different faiths, like, are we doing what Jesus wants? No, like Jesus is all about meeting people where they are and loving them and, and walking with them and, sitting down having meals with them i mean if you look at the scriptures that's the main thing he does with people eat right like he just <laughs> likes to eat with people and talk with them and coffee counts and, yeah like there is power in that and there is there's such a goodness in that and even her when when i loved when she was talking to tara about prayer she said i wrote it down um god was the one inviting me to pray we were just called to respond right oh that, yeah that our I love that idea and her explaining this to someone that doesn't really know much about like what this means. And yeah, like God is always inviting us. He's always inviting us. Yeah. When we pray, it is, it is our response. It is our, our talking back to him and building that relationship. And I just thought like even her ability to simplify our beliefs and to simplify and explain things is like so beautifully orchestrated by the Lord. And Tara's response to that, I think, is the the indication that she was open to what the Lord was saying at that moment. And the, the answer was, um, was really, the, that was what God was speaking to Tara, because that's what Tara needed to hear at the moment. And, you know, you could have given a treatise on, okay, well, here are the different types of prayer. And, you know, here's, mm-hmm. here's contemplative prayer, and here's meditative prayer. And, but that wasn't what she needed, right? No. Like, she, it's simply you're responding to God who initiates the conversation. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, uh, mm-hmm. I am in desperate need of simplifying things in life like that when, because I, I love the the depth and the nuance of things and some, mm-hmm. so that's my, one of my big takeaways from this is uh, don't, uh, don't give somebody a five minute answer when a 10 second answer will do. Yeah. In the words of Charmin Ultra, less is more, you know? Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> The, I would say two things that, that stood out to me that are kind of universally applicable to everybody who's uh, engaged in evangelization, um, praying for God to show her where to start mm-hmm. and really kind of asking, like, who, who should I invite? And it sounds like it was really just, okay, this person, yeah, well, I have peace about inviting that person. And then um, it was the knowing that Tara had made the rosary for the friend mm-hmm. and then her, Tara's son coming and and delivering mail on a day when he ordinarily wouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. And just realizing like, there are no coincidences, like God's providence. Yeah. It's like is, is overall. And so there's a reason for that. And just, I mean, 
next time you see your mailman, it doesn't mean you're supposed to invite him to a one-on-one. That, you know, if if I mean, you want to, that's okay. Too. If that's what Kat <laughs> wants, yeah, you never know. Be open to it. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was uh, really going back to that, what I said a second ago, she had peace about who to invite mm-hmm. and uh, God's presence brings peace in the midst yeah. of great difficulty. And she didn't. And I was, when she said this, I was like, people could totally misunderstand this because she was like, pray about it and then sit with it in prayer. And I think a big part that we need to also focus on, she took action. It wasn't like she just sat on it for months on end and was like, oh, I think I need to call, you know, reach out to Tara. Oh, and then like, I think sometimes people are waiting for this giant delivery. Like sometimes you're not going to have a sign like hers where her son randomly gave you know, delivered mail. Sometimes that's not going to happen. Does that mean you don't take action? If you have peace and you feel called, take action, right? Like take time for prayer. But I think sometimes when I meet with people, they're like, oh, I'm still waiting. It's like, you've been praying about this for like months. (laughs) Like we've been at this for years, you know, (laughs) like (laughs) pray. But if you have peace, like move, right? Right, We gotta, we gotta move. And and we saw her move and it was beautiful to see that. It's okay to have a long-term project, but but pick a, a short-term project as well. You know, yeah. if you think, okay, what am I supposed to to build over the next three years? Great, that's parallel. Let's pick it. You know, here's your your three-month lane, your six-month lane, and your your eighteen-month-plus lane. Yeah, um, yeah. The was, oh, go ahead. her openness to the Holy Spirit was the yeah. was was perfect in that. And that um, I, I really I enjoyed my email interaction with her leading up to the podcast where. Mm-hmm. I mean, she should, you know, do I like, is this really worth sharing? And I said, absolutely, because this is, uh, it's something that anyone can do because anyone can be a friend to another person. And well, hopefully, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that's the, the starting point of the evangelization. Um, yeah. Like you were saying, Jesus spent time with people. He shared meals with people. Uh, he loved people. And yeah. if we are willing to do as he did, then uh, we can bear similar fruit to what he bore. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And one one of the things that I thought was really cool um, when she mentioned the I'm gonna, I'm gonna butcher the the name, but Kutsuki bowl, which is the Japanese bowls. I, I yeah, didn't, yeah. did you know about that? I do. I think the name is actually Tetsugan. Okay, but I, I looked it up, like and that. it says it says it's K I N T. Oh, okay, Tetsugin. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I'm definitely wrong. I totally Googled it because I was like, that is awesome. I just got back from Japan. So I was like, yeah, that is yeah. awesome. Um, but I think it's so beautiful that she was like talking about the, their struggles and um, Tara's story and her story and kind of like the beauty of, you know, in Japanese culture, like when something breaks, you don't get rid of it. You add gold. You Yeah, <laughs> like, you make it better. Like, you add gold and you make these beautiful bowls, which I'm looking at them now and they're, they are awesome. Oh, yeah. You know? and they really are. Like, man, like that's such a beautiful thing. And, you know, her speaking about redemptive suffering and like when you are able to walk with someone for a long period of time. Right. And this is, I always tell my point people, like you can, even after 12 weeks, you're supposed to continue to walk with them for forever. Right. I always joke about that. But when you're able to do that, you can see, you have moments that you see the broken pieces and you have moments that you see the gold being put together. And you have moments that you're able to see like, God is the gold that is just meshing it and connecting it and making it to something beautiful. And yeah. when you when you walk with someone for that long, you can see that, right? And there's a beauty in in that journey. I don't know. It was just really cool for her to mention that. I was like, that's awesome. That makes me think of Jesus's nail holes, right? Like the holes aren't mm. gone. They're still there. The wounds are there. And that's the, the other, um, 
there's great beauty in that. And yeah. uh, that's a, I think that's a, a great place to. That's awesome. Actually, I had, I had one more thought that I wanted to go with. Oh, go ahead. Um, so let's say, and you can put me on the spot too, Mari. Let's say you were in, in Pia's shoes, right? Mm -hmm. What would be some of the next things you might look for or the next signs or the next steps you might take? I mean, that's hard to answer because I don't know where the conversation's at, right? Like, um, I think she's doing the steps. When she mentioned, like, I invited her to Ash Wednesday. I invited her to adoration and she said yes. I think in being bold and inviting her to do things that you're already doing, that it's not going to be super intimidating and just continuing to walk and, and move forward. I think it's where it's at. Just loving her, walking with her, and not being afraid to be bold and inviting her to opportunities for them to grow and understand the beauty of our faith. I yeah. And, and like you said, without knowing more of the detail of, of, okay, what are those conversations like? Yeah. That's um, a really big piece. So. Yeah, it is. You know, it's like, okay, if you know, if you told the doctor, Hey, this person has a headache, what should you do? Like surgery yeah. or Advil? Like, uh, <laughs> like, I, I need a little bit more info than that. Um, yeah. One thing that I was, I was wondering about is when do you think it would be um, the right move to do something like say, uh, hey, do you think you'd be willing to make a commitment to being in relationship with Jesus? Mm. Like, what are signs that we could look for to know when that was the right move? Okay, so she so kind of mentioned this, right? Because in the conversations with Tara, she was mentioned that Tara had mentioned like things with her son and then feeling like, oh, Lord, if this happens, God, if this happens, then I'm going to take this as a thing. So just opening your ear someone once told me that in every conversation we should have an ear open to the person that is like talking that we're talking to an ear open to the holy spirit of like what do you want me to see or, or what do you want me to like be able to catch you know what i mean and how how are you moving in this conversation um so i think that's like a big thing so being attentive to what are they saying just being careful like not to be pushy i think it's going to be a slow game it's going to be a slow game. It's not going to be this thing that's like, great, you want to come to adoration and get yourself, you know, baptized? And it's like, whoa, buddy, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. No. Love on them, meet them, and and share your own experiences of like, yeah, like, you know, I, I pray every day and it's just really beautiful for me because whatever. And I think in sharing your own experiences and seeing how they respond can later lead to that kind of question. Um, and the, the, the verbiage that it's not daunting and that's just this is what I'm at. And this is what I'm saying. The end. There we go. So uh, it sounds like be patient, listen, pray, and uh, don't take propose action. something. Yeah. Do take action. And don't propose something that's too much too soon, yeah. but also be bold. So right. It's a good, there's a, uh, it's kind of a delicate balance there. Yeah. Yeah. But that's awesome. I, I really enjoyed just listening to that. I think it was a good reminder for me. I'm about to have a, a dinner with my cousin tomorrow. I'm his sponsor and, He's not into his faith at all. So it was a good reminder to me of like, tomorrow we're just going to talk about life and we're just going to take it step by step, you know? So that's cool. what we got to do. Yeah. Well, friends, thanks so much for joining us and can't wait to have you back with us for another episode. And uh, until then, let's pray for Pia and Tara and all of our other uh, guests and everyone that they are working with. So Come, Lord Jesus, please help us to be faithful witnesses to you, to your love, and to your mercy, so that more and more people might come to know you and trust you and follow you. Amen.
In the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Bye, everyone. Well, friends, there you have it. Another episode of the Reach More podcast in the books. We are now through eight episodes, which I am really excited about. That means if you've listened to all of them, that you have probably spent something like uh, four hours listening to me. And I hope that's been a good use of your time. And in exchange, I promise to pray for you. And I've been doing that already, and I'll continue to do that. So thanks so much. And as a reminder, the whole goal of the Reach More podcast is to help you reach more. So um, if you are already engaged in some type of apostolate, then what you can do is step back and, and ask the Lord, is this going the way he wants it to? And are you doing the work that he has invited you to do? Um, just because it's always good to do that, not to, to say that you're not, but uh, it's always good to step back and say, Lord, where to next? Is this what you want me to be, be doing right now? And uh, what's the fruit that you're seeing? Is that the fruit that the Lord wants? And uh, if you haven't yet started that, then uh, maybe this is the week where you say, you know what, it's time. I am going to, I'm gonna dedicate a little bit of time to prayer. I'm gonna ask the Lord to show me, and then I'm going to move. So even if you just have a hunch, uh, take a, a little tiny baby step in that direction today, and then tomorrow take another one. And before you know it, you'll be far, far along that path and there are probably going to be people who you start walking with who are desperate for the good news of Jesus, and only you can bring it to them. So best of luck, my friends. Again, count on my prayers for you, and please pray for Mari and me and all of our guests. God bless you, and have a wonderful day.